Hello and welcome to a very special bonus, uh, well we don't know if it's going to be mini or not yet, depending on how long myself and Jake go on here, uh, reaction podcast to today's massive news in the world of football, um, that Arsene Wenger at the end of the season will be leaving Arsenal Football Club, not retiring, mm-hmm. but leaving Arsenal Football Club, hello Jake by the way, um, Hello, Philip. How are yeah, nah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm right. How are you? More to the point, as a a lifelong Arsenal fan. Well, I'd certainly say that it was a surprising morning. You know, just getting on with my business, and next thing I get um, a wee gander through Twitter and see a couple of rumours breaking that Arsenal are going to release a statement at ten a.m. Now, initially, I was thinking. Arson had his press conference yesterday for the weekend. So what's going to be discussed here? Will they bring in someone alongside Arson, Or, you know, what's happening here? Kit launch. Kit launch, I yeah. Kit or, launch. or, you know, there's been talk about a new uh, shirt deal. Um, so maybe moving from Puma to Adidas, that's been spoken about. So you just didn't know what to expect. And I suppose when a manager has been at a club for 22 years, you always have that at the bottom of the list. You know, despite... I suppose some fans maybe out there wanting Arsene Wenger to go. I don't think um, any true fan would say Arsene uh, Wenger should be sacked, you know, um, or pre- put under pressure to leave before his contract ends. So I didn't expect it. Um, and I suppose the, the more the day goes goes on, you start to come to terms with what it means for Arsenal. And, you know, I've been over at the Emirates number of, a number of times um, during his, his um, I suppose, time at Arsenal. And I always look down to the sideline and see him standing there in that white shirt, in that um, red tie. You know, that's gone. And, like, realistically, the person who I feel sorry for the most here is the person who is responsible for styling and also stitching that long coat because <laughs> he's the only one that ever wore it. <laughs> yeah, well, so there's someone who's got a job, whose job's gone, unless Arson goes to another club. And, yeah, which, you know. I, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Sort of, it, it, it was strange, like this morning, we were obviously on a WhatsApp group, on the Sports World WhatsApp group that we've set up myself and Brendan and, and yourself, talking for a good hour, like mm. um, back and forth about what, what's happening and what could happen next and different things, but... Your initial reaction, was it one of sadness or was it one of shock and now it's sort of led into a bit of sadness and reflection? I suppose the the first thing that comes to mind is that you're just, um, like, you just come to terms with this is the end. You're all, you always know that it's going to happen at some point. But, like, remember he took over at Arsenal in 1986. I was three at that time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as much as, as much of an Arsenal fan I claim to be, you know, I wasn't really aware of them at three years of age. No, no. But for the whole of my life as a as a football fan, Arsene Wenger has been the man. Yeah, it's you know? all you've ever known. It's all I've ever known. And that is coming to terms with, you know, what's going to be after. But I suppose as the day progressed, you hear more and more people's um, thoughts on the man. Um, and Bob Wilson's in particular shared yeah. with Five Live. Just touching and nothing short of what I would expect from, from this Frenchman, you know. A... Uh, a sad day in the end. Yeah, I think as as a um, as a non Arsenal fan, as a Liverpool fan, um, it it wasn't a when Fergie left because it's obviously a little bit more of that hatred is a bad word, but you know spitefulness mm. and rivalry, a little bit more of an angry rivalry with Manchester United. 
when Fergie left, um, I laughed because I was like, yes, he's gone and all this here. And mm. like, cause he caused so much pain to everyone. He was winning all around him. But when, and, but in my opinion, and look, this is me being biased, Fergie never changed the game uh, in English football. He never, like, he brought, he played, he, he won a title with a young team, which is amazing. It has to be mm. commendable. But he never changed the game, the way football was played. I never, and, and even when I was younger, before I fully understood the rivalry between Liverpool and Manchester United, I would never have sat down to watch Manchester United play. But as Arsenal was coming through this Arsenal team, maybe not the 98 team, but certainly teams coming forward when he had uh, Perez and his pomp and Bergkamp was still there and whatever, Henri, I'd have sat down and watched as many Arsenal mm. games as I could because you were watching good football. Mm. And it completely changed the English mentality. And I suppose that's the thing, you know, he transformed <coughs> football from within. You know, all of us, in all of these uh, chat shows, podcasts, all every pundit has a vision for football and try to change it from the outside. But Arsene Wenger changed it from within and that's always the most difficult task. Um, there's two ways to look at it. Firstly, as a football manager, the most successful in Arsenal's history, the greatest you know, um, I heard talk to Dave naming the Emirates Stadium after Arsene Wenger, you know, or changing the name of it. But I don't think that's something that Arsene Wenger, you know, not something that would make him tick. Not you know, he's not that no. sort of a man. And, you know, what he would prefer and what he'll love to hear is all those players who have come out, players who, I suppose, played for a short time under him, longer term under him, coming out and saying how much of an impact he had on their careers, but also on their lives. Yeah. You know, this is a man who really took his job seriously, you know. And I suppose, just, uh, I know Bob Wilson talks about it there, but, you know, 20 minutes before kickoff in a game, he would have gone to the director's box, <coughs> spoken to the guests that day. Um, and when he spoke to people, he really looked them in the eye. That's what a lot of people are saying. He was really present to them. He wasn't just, I'm the manager of football club, this is sort of what I have to do as part of that. He loved it. Yeah. And it's very hard to find a manager today who loves it, yeah. whose fa- who's football or job in football management is a vocation. That, that's what it was for Arsene. He's completely obsessed with football. Yes. I heard something today about him. I think it, I'm not sure if it was Henry Winter, Winter, Winter's tweets or if it was a podcast I listened to the radio on the way home, and they were saying it might have been Jonathan Wilson actually um, talking on the second Cats podcast, and he was saying that um, people had said to him, "Arson, you know, I know it was actually it was Henry Winter. Sorry, you know, it's your birth, it's his birthday or whatever." And people sent him right, Arsenal, you know, go away and celebrate it tonight. He was doing a press conference after a game or something. Go away and celebrate it. it was. Lunchtime or something in a press conference, and he went, I am celebrating, I'm going to watch. I say it was Bruce Munch and Gladbach were playing on the TV that night. And the, the journalists were like, No, watching, like, come away from football, go and relax. He says, Well, I'll put candles on top of the TV. Mm. He was just completely obsessed with, and still right. is obsessed with football. And that's why I suppose it's very difficult <coughs> to see him, you know, stepping, a, stepping back from the cutting edge of yeah. football management. You know? I was going to ask you that next. Yeah. Do, like, and, and we'll talk more about Arsenal already on his time at Arsenal in a minute, but. Where do, you, do you see him going somewhere? Because he hasn't retired. No, he hasn't retired. I suppose he hasn't said in the statement that was released there this morning at about 10 um, o'clock, he hasn't said that he's leaving. He's stepping down as manager. The devil is always in the detail. There's something as well I want to ask you about that. It, to me, um, and obviously I know it's probably hard for you as being an Arsenal fan, you'll see it one way. It might, that looked to me as if Arsenal has been told... 
maybe it's best if you step down rather than Arsenal coming saying, listen, I'm done with here now. Yeah. Because I don't think Arsenal Wenger in his own terms would ever want to have walked well, away from Arsenal. To be fair, um, a reputable journalist has recently said that Arsene Wenger called this meeting and the board were absolutely shocked. Oh, fair enough. Um, so he decided, um, I think he had thought about going last summer. He spoke to the club about it. The club had no, um, I suppose, infrastructure in place in terms of who would be director of football. You know, they're not going to get another man who's going to take control of the complete club. So a director of football, a man to negotiate contracts, a man to deal with footballing business. They've got that They brought in the guy from a... Sky, and they've also brought in a gentleman from uh, Barcelona. All of them are now in place. Now is the time, as Arsene Wenger has identified, for him to step back. So, do you? I I could see him taking. I don't think I could see him taking over PSG, because it that isn't an Ar- Arsene's nature mm. to work under a mega filthy rich owner. I know Arsenal are obviously well, very, very wealthy, yes, but someone that can break world records in terms of transfers, that doesn't seem like Arsenal for me. I don't think it suits. I could see him managing a national team. Mm-hmm. After this World Cup, there's going to be jobs up. France could be one. Um, unfortunately, the Republic of Ireland still have a manager, or that would be quite glorious if he came and took oh. the Republic of Ireland. That would be uh, uh, unreal do you see him is there anywhere else you see it wouldn't be nowhere in England obviously no I don't think anywhere in England I will he, he wouldn't do that you know um, could go off to China earn, earn tons more money he and... could you know he's obviously had success in Japan you know personally speaking there's a lot of big clubs whose managers are under the cosh for example Zinedine Zidane at Real Madrid he's turned them down before Ernesto Valverde, although he's going to win the league title, he's not going to win the Champions League, and that's what Barcelona owners want. And those Barca fans, if you go on social media and put on forums, they have turned on him instantly. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, okay, Ernesto Valverde, I've great, I appraise him um, greatly in terms of his ability to get the most out of a team that he has, and Barcelona are on their way down, really. Yeah, so, yeah. As an as a, as I suppose, a, an advocate of Arsene Wenger, I wouldn't want him to go there, but he's the sort of man that they would want in terms of the football and style, etc. Barcelona, Real Madrid, PSG, he does have close links to um, PSG in terms of their, their the owners and the chief executive. Although it doesn't seem like him, in terms of it's not woven into his sort of fabric of a team, I suppose, with financial constraints and getting the most out of those sorts of players, Maybe it's time for two seasons just to go hell for leather and maybe win a Champions League with the likes of PSG. I think the whole of France would want him as their national coach. Yeah. You know? I would want him to manage France. Yeah, that would be, I would like to see that would be glorious. Be like. I would love him to win the World Cup. Four years, give it. <sighs> um, and it's possible. Oh, you know, that team coming through. Yet. Yeah, that team coming through. Um, so, obviously, Arsenal's gone. Like, there's a... It's Arsenal sort of in the same situation Liverpool were where mm. well, we, we fired Brenton Rodgers but even before that Rafa Benitez left and Liverpool fans were like what the, I know I can still remember this day where I was sitting in a friend's house when the news came through that Rafa had uh, gone and they were Manchester United fans and, and, and Celtic fans and they were laughing at me because they knew how much I liked Benitez at the time and they didn't particularly like him and it felt like what have we just done here we got it very very wrong mm. 
next to me and pointed Hodgson. Mm. Very wrong. Wrong for us, wrong for Roy Hodgson, that's yeah. fair enough. Who had come, obviously, from Fulham. From, from Fulham. Um, and he was sort of a yes man, but I'm not going to get into Roy Hodgson debate on a podcast. Um, so it's, it's vitally important Arsenal get this right. Mm. I'm going to throw a couple of names at you and you yeah. can sort of say what you think. One sort of gone favourites in some bookies is Brenton Rogers. What would your opinion? Well, look, um, Rogers with a, an average Liverpool side, although he had Suarez, but he still had Suarez playing well, was as close as anybody has been to winning the title. For Liverpool, yeah. For Liverpool, yeah. You know, and he's also the he he dealt with the pressure in terms of managing Liverpool, although he got sacked in the end. Mm-hmm. But that can happen to anyone. Um, and he's done very well at Celtic, although it's different gravy yeah. but I mean the pressure is on Celtic every week to perform and he, and he has done that with a shoestring of a budget with no budget really you know loan players etc etc so he's he's not someone that I would rule out of it immediately Um, but ultimately deep down in my heart would it be the sort of man that I want to take over at Arsenal no I, I wouldn't have him um, at Arsenal you know to follow Arsene Wenger this the man needs to Football needs to be his vocation. He needs to protect the the the, the 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 values of Arsenal Football Club. He needs to be a learned man. I think there's actually a perfect replacement for Arsene Wenger, currently managing the Premier League. Jurgen Klopp. I think he would have been if if this had happened two and a half years ago. He certainly would be up there in terms and, of favourites. Um, there was a chance to get Jurgen Klopp. And they got him next. Mm. Arsenal, that, that he would have been perfect. As well as he, he is so perfect at Liverpool as well, he mm. buys into it. There's also a side of him that would have been so brilliant at Arsenal, I think, mm. as well. Do you know what I mean? Because not, he wasn't going to be given the world's biggest budget, no. but he gets players in and, and he changes them. And, and he, he's a very good coach on the ground. You know, exactly. And he gets the most out of players, as we've seen with the likes of Chamberlain, etc. You know? Another one mentioned is Leonardo, Leonardo isn't it? Jardim from Monaco. Would that be of interest? Well, won the French League title last year. Yep. Um, did well in the Champions League last year with a very, very young side. That Obviously, he all he manufactured himself. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, when Arsenal had that young um, team a number of years ago, mm-hmm. when Fabregas was sort of a young player and, you know, the Drzyzewski, etc., etc., the likes of Jardim would have been a perfect match. But now... The job at Arsenal is a more difficult one because they've got players who are in their 28s, 29s and there needs to be a manager who come in and get the most out of those players or else move them on. Okay? Jardim, I suppose, isn't one that I'll be looking at either. No. Um, I'll give you one other name that I just sort of seen tonight that was been interesting um, was Max Allegri. From Juventus. Interesting character again. I think he would be a man unassuming, calm. He would fit yeah. in that sense. And he's done very well with Juventus in, in Serie A. But, you know, will he win the league this t- the league title this season? Well, Who knows? Sunday will decide. Exactly. The, the man that I think we're maybe overlooking a little bit too sharply is Yogi Love, the manager of Germany. Yeah, I don't think he's going to stay on after whatever happens. I think this Cup, summer so. is is his last. Yeah, there's a psycho cat just here. Sorry, folks, uh, watching us from the roof of my house. But go on ahead, Jake. So anyhow, um, last season, um, Arson 
hemmed and had maybe about going after winning the FA Cup. They brought in the, the people to have an infrastructure in place that they then could go. Um, now, obviously, they brought in Sven Mislintet, for example, a man with great experience of the German leagues, who's obviously worked at Borussia Dortmund. They also made a very interesting appointment, which was Per Mardesacker as academy manager, right? Mesut Ozil would have been told by Arsene Wenger because Mesut Ozil speaks so highly of him and has such a good relationship with him would have been maybe aware that he wasn't going to be um, his manager at Arsenal for the for the length of his new contract. Who else would satisfy Mesut Ozil, for example? Not that he has to be satisfied. Maybe his man, international manager who's got so much out of him who's made him maybe the player that he is today. Because there was times when Ozil, Ozil's... Form at Arsenal was indifferent, mm. but his form for Germany was as always, in my opinion, anyway, when I've watched him maintained. Yeah. Per Mertesacker, former German yes, World Cup winner, yeah. under Yogi Love. Yogi Love. I think there's a chance that that might happen. What about Thomas Tuchel? Don't think so. No? I think Sky Germany said today that he isn't interested. Or it's more likely he's going to go to PSG. But all these things can change, you know. Yeah. It's an interesting time as an Arsenal fan. It's one that it's, a lot of Arsenal fans don't know how to deal with. It's emotional, and but it's also, I suppose, a source of optimism. And I'm not being optimistic in the sense that I'm going to celebrate. And, you know, some Arsenal fans have behaved ridiculously over yeah. the last few hours. And I'm not, I'm not that sort, you know. I think we should reflect on what this man has done for a club that was in relative obscurity. You know? And he's turned them into a real global force. They were going you know, through a bad patch. Of course. And people, he came in and people are going, within a year had won the league. That's right. People are going to say, you know, um, recently he's done very little. He's won only a few, uh, three FA Cups the last four seasons, for example. And then he, there's a long period before that where he didn't win anything. I spent my whole <coughs> life at secondary school being told when was the last time Arsenal won a trophy. You know, but the mark of a man is not in the amount of trophies that he wins. And when Arson, when you get to the end of your life, Arson will not think, oh, I'm great, I've won this amount of trophies. But what he'll think is, look at the amount of lives that I've enriched. And that's what's come through from all the people that have spoken about him. He's enriched lives. And, you know, fundamentally, at the base of football, we get carried away at times. These are all human beings. All of them have their own challenges. Mm. All of them have their own needs. And he had a gift to deal with those. Would you like him to stay on at the club then, in a director level? I would love that, but I would also like Arson to have a chance elsewhere. For a couple of years? For a couple of years. You know, there's no reason why he can't come back. I think he's pretty settled in London, you know, so there would be an opportunity maybe for him to stay. But at 68, I think he's still something to give. Yeah. You know, I think he's still something to give to the world of football. I know he still he does punditry and that, you know, during the internationals, for example, and... Um, They'll all be clambering for him now. Oh, massive. Sky, they thought Thierry Henry was big, like, but it would be nothing to Arson. The, the one thing that I'm looking forward to, of course, um, it would only be right for me to go to his last home match in the Premier League in charge at the Emirates, and I will be there for that game on May the 6th versus Burnley. You know, I just want to be there to, in whatever way I can, pay tribute to a man that I owe so much to as an Arsenal fan. And... Um, maybe the times ahead will be challenging but Arsenal fans for the rest of my life I will never forget 
Yeah. No matter what other manager comes in, he will be the one. And that's the other manager coming in. That's something they're going to have to deal with. But yeah. hopefully somebody has the cojones that can deal with it and True. can take it on. True. So, yeah, that's it's a, it was it's an interesting time. as Not only an Arsenal fan, mm. but a football fan. It's like me, myself as well, I'm 29. Like, I... I don't re- I vaguely remember George Graham in charge of mm. Arsenal. So for me, Arsenal Wenger has been massive. Yes. Like it, he's won three league titles under him. I haven't seen my team win league title, so yeah, that's superb. My and, only and I suppose just to just to come in there and it's maybe not a time like on Sky Sports earlier they put up um, that Alex Ferguson had thirteen titles alongside Arsenal who had th- three and Jose Mourinho who also was three, like. You know, this isn't a day for comparing Alex Ferguson to Arsene Wenger. It's a day to look at Arsene Wenger yeah, as a man yeah. and um, just admire what he's done. Yeah, he go, He'll go down as one of the true greats of the Premier League. He'll go down with Shankly, with Busby, or not, not just the Premier League of English football, sorry, with Shankly, with Busby, um, Paisley, mm. um, Ferguson... Mm-hmm. All those will go down. Don Revy, Brian Clough. He is he is right up there in that class of manager. Mm-hmm. Herbert Chapman was the original Arsenal great. That's right. Um, that I can think of anyway. And and, and Arsenal, they're going to have a statue for him. They have to have a statue for him. Surely. Outside the ground. Wait, like Liverpool have kind of ugly stand. Mm. Something will be done for him. But you know, I'd say at that game, last game of the season, there'll be some sort of... Aye, there'll be something in it. Hopefully that. that'll be a brilliant game. I'm all fully behind now. Arsenal winning the Europa League. And funny enough, you say that, Philip. I've got so many messages from people that obviously know that I'm so passionate about Arsenal. Messages from them today and their stretch from Manchester United fans to Liverpool fans to Tottenham fans. Yeah. Saying how much they hope Arsenal win the um, Europa League for Arsenal. Yeah, I'm really fully behind that now. Arsenal win the Europa League. But thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, As always... uh, Catch us on our social media pages at the Sports Babble uh, on Facebook and Twitter, um, and then download us on all your podcast apps. If you get us on iTunes, make sure you rate the podcast as well. That'd be really good because it builds up our rating, and then more people will get the says. And um, we'll see you again next week. We might have something out later on this weekend. It might be towards the start of next week, but um, we'll keep you all posted. Thanks, Jake. Thanks very much, Philip. Cheers. Good luck. <laughs>